Hey everybody, welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. Welcome to episode 16. Once again, guys, welcome. Appreciate you being here. If you heard that little playing in the background, I got this, uh, truck I'm in. It's got the, the, the camera, you know, front facing camera facing the road and then the driver facing camera facing me. Uh, that's why I got a headset. <laughs> but it's also got this plastic box on the windshield that uh, I think has like wires in it, whatever, but it's supposed to secure to the windshield. But for some reason, I don't know. They had to replace the windshield the other day. And uh, ever since it did, that little plastic box keeps coming off. Like, comes off, dangles a little bit. I have to, I literally have to lean over, like, get it back on the windshield. Stays there for a little bit. Of course, it hits bumps. And then I, sometimes I don't notice it came off until I hear a pop because it comes off and it smacks against the windshield. I'm like, yeah, you're going to break the windshield. So I'm trying my best to keep it up there. <laughs> but. Anyway, guys, um, my name is Chris. I'm your host. And um, if you're new to this podcast, feel free to go back to episode one and catch up. But, of course, that's completely up to you. Otherwise, I appreciate everybody being here, tuning in on this gorgeous night. I say gorgeous, I can't see shit. <laughs> it's dark. All I see is trees on both sides and a dark highway in front of me. So. But that's basically because it's like 2 in the morning. I'm probably like about two, a little over two hours out from dropping off in Nashville and stuff. So. But anyway, guys, tonight's topic is what is your why? I'm sure some of you might be asking, what do you mean, what is your why? I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Why, 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 what would a why be? Well, a why is like, for, let me give you an example. A why would be like, uh, why do you do what you do? Like, why do you get up and go to work every day? Why do you uh, work towards certain goals? Like in my case, working towards uh, financial freedom couple years be able to come out of the job be able to travel more and stuff my why i have a couple why's my biggest why is my family my family and my health because i know that the goals i'm after uh, that would allow me to spend more time with them that will allow me more time to focus a little bit more on myself get to the gym um be able to afford to get on those uh those weight loss shots or whatever to, to help boost it, even though I'll be going to the gym and doing that stuff too. But, um, you know, get on, get on, you know, be able to actually focus on myself. Whereas right now, and I, I, my trucker, my trucker friends, you guys know what I'm talking about. We just don't have the time, you know, but yeah, we get a 34 hour break, you know, but otherwise we're, 
work, work. The wheels aren't turning. We're not making any money. So we, we keep rolling as much as we possibly can. We keep getting loads delivered. Keep getting bringing those paychecks in. So my why is my health and my family. And, you know, my time, you know, because it's not just about, uh, like, like, the goal is not just about financial freedom. It's about time freedom because I want to be able to, to do the things I want to do you know, be with the people I want to be with and not be spending all my time working, you know. So what is your why, guys? Like, what, when you, when you, like, if you've never thought of this before, I really want you to sit, sit there and, like, maybe while you're, you're listening to this podcast episode or maybe afterwards, sit there and think to yourself, like, what is my why? Why, why do I do what I do? And it, it, you know, could very well be your kids, could be your, your spouse, Maybe it's both. Maybe it's your entire family. Maybe you're wise. You just want, you, you know, you're, it's, maybe it's just your time, you know? Because you know how it is. We're not guaranteed. Uh, nobody's guaranteed tomorrow. Like, I could go to sleep tonight and you guys never hear from me again. He's like, I just don't wake up tomorrow. God willing, hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> but, you know, anything can happen. One, one day we're here, the next day we're gone. And, this life, even if we live a hundred years, is still too short. Like, you know, you can't, there's a lot, there's always things in life that when you get, when people get to the end of their life, and they're on their deathbed, there's always regrets. I wish I did this. I wish I did that. I wish I had, I wish I had done more of this. I wish I would spent more time with someone. So I wish I did that. Some of that for me is like, um, I haven't been out to my parents' house in a couple years. I used to be with the carrier probably about yeah, it's probably been like five or six years back they're no longer around they were called interstate distributor like interstate distributor co or something like that they were green trucks and they had white trailers with they kind of looked like they had a flag on them but it was like green and I think it was like green and red green and white something like that it wasn't a flag it was just their their logo but it looked like a flag but drove for them for like two years as an independent contractor was able to they had a load board i was able to go on there and pick my own loads dispatch myself um so i, I would go for i always chase the money you know that's what i thought my wife wanted you know even though i was away from home i thought that's what she cared about the most because that's basically all she i mean that's a lot it was expressed you know not having a stable like one week you make so much the next week you don't make that much the next week you're up a little bit you know you know how it is my trucker friends out there it's the inconsistencies of when you're over the road one unless you're getting three thousand miles a week which you know not everybody does some most, most of us is like we get three thousand miles one week might get 2200 miles an x because of loads canceling then we're back at three thousand then we might get 1800 because we you know the truck breaks down you know and you're sitting in a hotel for a couple days i mean why I look back on man, I spent way too much time over the road. I wish I would have looked into what I'm doing now sooner. Because I would have been doing this a lot longer than just last, like, um, I mean, technically I've only been out here doing this dedicated for like four months, but I would have probably looked into it a lot sooner and been doing a dedicated line haul position, you know, years back. And that way I've been home every night, probably maybe would have had less issues with the family, who knows. Maybe the oldest would still be home, and I would have had more time to spend with her when I was those, those extra years. Who knows? But for 
me, that's a big why. Is you know the family, the time freedom. Because back when I, you know, when I was talking about the um, being with interstate distributor and picking my own loads, at one point I actually, because I was on the outs with my parents for a couple years, we had smoking. I was looking on the load board. I don't remember where I was. I think I might have been in Dallas, possibly. I was some, I was somewhere that. When I looked at the load board, there was a load going to Oklahoma City. And my parents live about a little, like a, about an hour and a half west of Oklahoma City, less than two hours. And so I was, before booking that load, I texted my dad, who I hadn't spoken with for a while. Basically, I was like, hey, dad, I'm um, looking, at a, looking at a load out your direction to Oklahoma City. I can, I'll be delivered there on this date, and I can. Basically, once I'm once I'm unloaded, I can deadhead, which for my non-trucker friends out there, or my non-trucker listeners, deadhead basically means um, a truck that has a trailer that's empty. Or as I like to joke around with people, a, a, a truck hauling sailboat fuel. <laughs> if you, do you get a guy sailboat fuel? <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, a little little you know corny truck, uh, trucker humor. There was a Facebook meme that showed a showed a guy like a cop on a radio, and of course it says like like oh, Captain. Oh, he says he's he says he's hauling uh, sailboat fuel, but he doesn't have any he doesn't have a bill of lady or anything for it. So <laughs> uh, fun times. But anyway, my dad was like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, hey, I'm gonna be there. Uh, I can be there this day. And I can come over. I'm take like two days. I take the weekend off. Whatever. Hang out with you guys. Guys have room for any guests? Like, you know, you... he was like, "Yeah, absolutely, come on over." I'm like, All right, cool. I was like, "Well, I'll deliver this date, and uh, I know there's a truck stop within ten minutes of you guys, so I'll try to get there early so I can find a actually get a space. It's a small truck stop." And uh, and then uh, pretty much went out and saw them. That was pretty awesome. But he was taking care of my uh, his dad, my grandpa on his side. Uh, he was like in his 90s at that point. He had really bad uh, dementia. So he was at the stage where he didn't know who I was. It was kind of sad. You know. But, uh, you know, I was just happy to see him. I hadn't seen him since I was a kid. I had invited him and my grandmother to uh, a graduation. And I graduated high school. But, like, we were in Nebraska and he, they were in Florida. And it was like, that was going to be a little bit, little bit of a trip. Like yeah, we sorry, sorry, we'd love to be there. Like I know, I know, Grandpa, I know. But so when she died, when the when my grandmother died, when they were in Florida, I was in Iowa living in the house that we were renting with my parents, and um, I actually, I actually really wanted to go down there for the funeral. I had literally requested the time off, like forty a weekend or whatever. Flight booked and stuff, but I think for some reason I don't even remember why. My dad basically told me that he would recommend me coming down there because, like, I probably wasn't gonna be able to see Grandpa anyway because things were so hectic and busy or whatever. And I was like, uh, okay. Uh, I went with his suggestion and I canceled my trip. And instead, we took a four-day weekend, a little family trip to uh, Chicago. Took a took a bus out that way because there was a train that was derailed and we were able to take a train back at the end of it. But 
went there, had a little little vacation, whatever. And uh, sorry guys, rooms get a little bumpy. <laughs> and I'm still in that that truck that has a seat that bounces on me. That like goes down six inches when you hit a big bump and snaps back up. Oh god, I hurt on me. Although I've been in this for the truck for a minute, so I found myself most morning or these le most recent mornings thinking to myself. I think I'm actually getting used to the truck. I still don't like the, the seat, you know. But so like if I if my boss puts me in my regular truck that I'm supposed to be in, then you can actually secure the seat all the way up without it bouncing on you, then I'll totally go for that. But eh, right now I'm cool with this truck. It's all good, you know. As long as I'm being able to run my load and get paid, hey, you know. But that's one of the things that like I've had relatives die, um, like my grandpa, for instance, that was staying with my dad and my mom. I got out there a couple times for like two years, like every two months or so, I would find a load that was going out that way. I'd call them and get a, hey, I got a load going out that way, you up for a visitor? And he'd say, yeah, come on over, all right, cool. Come out there for a couple days, hang out with them. It was funny, my grandpa, you know, um, I'd be there for a couple days, literally, they spend a lot of it just sitting on the couch with my grandpa and stuff, and even though he didn't recognize me, I think part of him knew who I was, deep down, you know, because I don't think anybody really truly forgets, but dementia is a very, very, uh, you know, scary disease or whatever, so, and no treatment for it, I don't think, so, but he would sit with me on the couch, and it'd, it'd be funny, he'd be telling me all sorts of stories about my dad, and about my grandma, and, you know, as if I was just like a friend, you know, like, like, oh yeah, out in Connecticut, we did this, that, blah, blah, blah. Like, 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 oh, we're over here. Like, he, I guess he thought because of the stage he was in, that he was in Connecticut or New Hampshire or something. And my dad would, of course, come over like, dad, you're, you're not in New Hampshire, you're in, you're in Oklahoma, you know. But at one point, there's, a, there's actually um, some pictures that I have. You know, when they would drop me back off of the truck, um, pictures either with my sister, with my grandfather, with my dad. And I remember one of those times that that they dropped me back off of the truck. It, caught, it took me by surprise because my grandpa, who basically didn't recognize me, came over and gave me a hug. I was like, oh my God. Of course, I, I, I held on to him as long as possible until he pulled away, obviously, you know. But I thought of, I've never forgotten that, and he's gone. He's been gone for a couple years now. Um, they got to, you know, after those two years or whatever, when I'd gotten out there as much as I could, and I'd seen a lot of him and seen my, my parents, my bigger sister, uh, who's in college now. Um, they got to got to a point where I was technically with another carrier, and this carrier. I was still a contractor, but I was being dispatched. I didn't have I didn't have a load board. I wasn't able to go and dispatch myself. I wasn't getting paid percentage anymore. I was getting paid mileage. So it, it was either in order to get out that way to see them, I would have had to go out that way and take um, you know take extended time off there to see them, and end up being longer before I got home. And I my, my, at home I had a you know the grandkid kids, the grandkiddo, the wife, especially the grandkiddo, because I was, like, he was new addition to the family, and I was trying my best to, to get home as often as possible, spend as much time with him, which, I, when he was, like, six months old, it was, it 
got to the point when uh, I, I decided to made that, that made that change, came off the road. As I it was just like it was so depressing leaving every time because I'd come home for my bi-weekly weekend at home. Yeah, I understand, guys. There's you know a lot of drivers out here would go out for two months or whatever, two or three months and go home for a week. I did that a lot in the past, but you know when it got to a point where I started cutting that down and you know I think it was with Schneider at one point they you know had it with them where I would go home for a week or I would uh, be out for about six days and go home for like a day and a half, basically go six days take a take a thirty four six days take a thirty four. Um, you know, but then with the last one, I was like I said, it was two weeks out, one week at home. Spend a ton of time with the kiddos, a ton of time cuddling the grandkiddo, and then like live it up for the weekend. We go to church, and then Monday morning we come along, we get dropped back off in the truck, and I'd be depressed for a couple days because of course they want to go. You know, the sacrifices that we have to make in order to. to keep our world going around, you know, when we're uh, providing for a family and whatnot. So, my why is to basically never have to make those kind of sacrifices again. You know, be able to literally be with the people I want to be with, including my parents, you know, they're a big why for me because I want to be able to have the freedom to be able to just say, you know what, I'm going to go to Oklahoma and spend a week with my parents, go hang out with them, you know, because I know they're not getting any younger. I don't, I don't want to, you know, just get by for the next 10 years and have something happen and possibly lose one of them or both of them. And basically, like, oh, I went, you know, I, my wife is not having, one of my wives is not having regret, you know, I don't want to be on my deathbed. Yeah, I wish I did more of this or I wish I saw more of this person. All right. I wish I had done such and such. I always want to try that, but I just I never, never had the time because I, I was always working. I don't want to do that. You know, and I know I know a lot of you could probably relate. I know you guys, you guys probably have very similar thoughts going on for you because there's probably regrets, you know, that you wish maybe you done. Like one regret, for instance, I like I um, even though I love what I do, I was going to school initially for uh, to be a physical therapist when I was in college. But of course, I'm not great at sciences like chemistry, biology physics even though that might be bad out but chemistry biology sucked at like could and um being a physical therapist the the degree has a lot of science in it and i literally i, I shit you not guys I, I got into college you know right out of high school and that was my major that was the, the career i was after i got to my one of my first classes which was college chemistry and they of course tested us put a they we had to take this test to see where we were where our skills were in that class <laughs> and the, I, I would never forget it took that test the teacher called me up and basically like i probably only i don't even think i got any right at the time i got like maybe a couple right but otherwise everything else was wrong the teacher had no idea how he got the answers i got i was like i don't know i was like, ah. I said, i'm not i'm I said, in high school, I sucked at chemistry and biology. Is that I'm assuming I'm probably going to suck here, too. And the teacher actually recommended that I go ahead and drop the class and, and take something else. And then come back to it later. I said, oh, okay. I, 
talked to my mom about it. I told her, like, yeah, please, that's, that's what the teacher recommends, and I'm probably going to go ahead and drop the course and I'll add such and such. And she was like, yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, then go for it, you know. But that's why, like, I, you know, didn't end up pursuing that because I had doubted myself when it came to, like, the, the schoolwork, you know. But, but you know, um, we got to, you know, we, like, when we're in life, like, we... Everybody, for some reason, these cars are like slowing down. And I'm like, what are you doing, man? Actually, I guess it's a pickup truck towing two cars. They have a car trailer with a car on it and a pickup truck connected to the back of that trailer. And I'm like, I don't think that's legal. Holy shit. Whole sky just lit up with a lightning bolt. So we got to think of our reason why, guys. We got we to gotta have a reason why for why we do stuff. Like, you can't just sit around all this, you know, like, sitting around saying that life sucks or that, you know, we're never going to get there. You know, we got to go after what we want, and then we have we have to have a very strong why, you know? So, what is your why? Like, why do you do what you do? Like, why do you have the goals you have? Why do you want those things? You know? Like, sometimes a very... On your reason why, that could be a huge, huge motivator for you know how hard you work to get there. Because if you have a strong why, you're gonna you're gonna push really hard. Because you're gonna be like, I'm not gonna quit. I'm gonna give. So, but come up with the reason why and go after what you want and remember it. Like keep that reason why in the back of your mind. You know. Don't let go of it. Keep believing in it. Keep pushing forward. It's one of those things that if, if you don't quit, and if you keep that why in the back of your mind, then there's really nothing to stop you. You know, you have a strong reason why you're doing it, and you're not going to quit until you achieve it. So, anyway, guys, appreciate you being here. Figure that's all the time we're gonna take up tonight. Um, mainly because I <laughs> just crossed the bridge and entering Kentucky from Illinois, and up ahead of me, literally, this is where the yeah, it just looks like there's some serious weather going on, and I'm like, phone's eh. not popping up with any kind of like tornado alert or anything right now, so I'm kind of hoping it's just like thunderstormish stuff, but it's like, oh, but anyway, guys, you guys are awesome. I appreciate you guys. Um, again, you know, anybody who wants to drop an email um, to reach out to us, it's logicshowpodcast at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, hit the follow. Make sure you're alerted for whenever I release new episodes. And again, I appreciate you guys. And I will see you guys on episode 16, or episode 17, rather. Have a good one.